Man, we're talking like some real doctors today. Dr. Stella in the house. And Do Dr. Not. Jimmy as well. Yeah. You know, you can become a doctor for real in less than a year. You could put the title of a doctor in front of your name. All you got to do is go and learn chiropractic or what do they call it? Kyle chiropractor. Go become a chiropractor. It takes like one year and you can officially legally put the doctor title in front of your name. You know that. Right. Did not know that. Well, the same like with dentists. I know it doesn't take a year, but like dentists get to do the whole doctor thing. You know. No, being becoming a dentist actually takes a while. It takes I know, four but... years studying, at least. That's, what's happening with my hair today, at, people? Yeah, at the bare minimum. All right, so Stella, I got a question for you. No, not a question. Excuse me. I got something for you though. Oh. All right. Presents. So speaking of dentists and mm-hmm. whatnot so a lady goes to the dentist right <laughs> she says doctor i need to talk to you he says okay so they go to the back room immediately she takes off all of her clothes and spreads her legs the, the dentist then says i think you're at the wrong place ma'am she says no last week you put my husband's teeth in and now i need you to take them out uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what's <laughs> up everybody cyphering chronicles episode 20 can you believe it Wrong. i can't believe it right i was now. actually looking at that today i was like oh my god it's the 20th episode mm-hmm. should we, we do some... like quarterly special ones or like i started thinking you know i was like what do you 25? mean what do you mean special like 25 what do you mean? should we do something cool or like every every big? quarter yeah 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 what would it be like what kind of ideas do you have i don't know i'd have to think about it you want to throw a surprise party for the listeners is that what you're saying that's right that's right dang that's well if right. we're gonna have a party let's party the right Even way orgasms everybody come meet us in vegas where hey. you at Come through. Let's go party. Let's go and <laughs> turn up a little bit. Take some shots, but not too many because we don't want to be uh, head inside the toilet the next day. Uh, yeah, um, we're in our 30s, that so that recovery is not nice to us. I had today. another In My 30s episode uh, a few days ago, actually. Did and, you? You know, Did since you me and you, since me and you don't really talk until we do podcasts because we like to keep it fresh like that. Um, you don't know about this, right? I don't. I would so love to hear that. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you. So you know that I've been taking, you know, a little bit of supplements here and there just to mm-hmm. kind of give me that edge when I go work out. So yeah. basically what happened was is I started getting annoyed with taking pills one by one. So I take my daily vitamins and I take my supplements or whatnot. And so back like 10 years ago, I used to just take all of my pills in a handful, like fuck it. I'm just take a handful. And I'm going to swallow it and just beast it out real quick. Mm -hmm. So I started doing that again. And a few weekends ago, I had, I had kind of a, um, like a a episode with that. I thought it was a one-off experience. I lightweight kind of choked a little bit, but then it went down. So I was like, whatever, I'll be all right. And so I kept on doing it. I will never, ever try to take a handful of pills Again, let me tell you why. Because I took a handful of pills. So it's about five pills. They're big pills, though, like horse pills. They're legit, mm-hmm. legitimate right. horse pills. Right? 
I should be cutting them in half, right? And doing it the right way, one by one. But I threw them all in my mouth, paused, I drank my water, mm-hmm. and I swallow it. And I'm thinking, oh, that didn't go down the right way. Oh my gosh, I started feeling this pain in my chest, like right in the Uh-oh. middle. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I need to drink some more water. So I, so I down some water real quick. I still got the pain in the middle of my chest. And so I say, all right, I down some water. Maybe I need to eat like some apples or, you know, a piece of toast. Let me do something because it feels like the pills like it's are stuck. St- stuck, like in the, in the middle. I don't know if it was, it must have been my esophagus because if it was my airway, I probably would have been choking, right? You'd have been coughing so, for sure. I don't know much about the uh, the anatomy of our body and the esophagus and things like that so i don't really get it and i'm actually a little scared at this moment and i'm getting ready to go to the gym and so i'm just freaking out you know uh-huh. so i uh eat a piece of toast or whatever and immediately i start foaming up like crazy. foaming foaming up foam like damn near foam not foam but it, it was more like bile or some kind of liquid, some like, almost like I started like damn near drooling. And I'm like, oh, fuck, what's going on? You know, I'm freaking out. And so I go to the the toilet and I start trying to make myself throw up, right? And I do, I start throwing up, but not what's on the inside of my stomach because I had a protein shake just five minutes before I took the pills. So I would have started throwing up brown chocolate protein shake, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm not throwing that up. I'm throwing up like, like clear stuff so i'm like this isn't coming from my stomach like what's going on like i'm freaking out legit legitimately freaking out and so i'm thinking like all right, all right it must be you know stuck somewhere i'm not sure i start googling i go down the rabbit hole of google like what can this be can pills go down the airway can they end up in your lungs and what are the symptoms you know da 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 you know and i just you know i'm googling and i'm still having this pain so an hour goes by and i'm thinking that all right if they are stuck somewhere, they're just going to dissolve or, you know, the, it'll go away after a little bit. I'm still having this problem like hours after actually swallowing them. And so I'm tripping and I'm thinking like, man, they got to be like lodged at this point. They must have dissolved, but maybe the the pills, you know, maybe dissolve to like a clump of, you know, goo or whatever. And yeah. it's still blocking whatever area that is blocking because it's blocking my stomach and everything I'm putting down my esophagus, right? So I'm drinking stuff. The The liquid is going down fine, but if I try to eat something, it's not going down. Well, it's going down, but it's causing me to have like a like a buildup of like saliva or something. I don't know. It was so yeah. weird. And so, you know, I'm going on with my day and I'm still having the issue. And then I'm like, you know what? I need to eat something hot. You know what? I'm going to go and get some pho. And I decided to go to a pho restaurant. You know, I realize right now, and that'd be a good segue for that topic you wanted to talk about, pho yeah. versus uh, ramen. Uh, anyways, <laughs> let me just continue this. So I'm at the pho restaurant. I'm with Erica. We're sitting down and, you know, I'm ordering the pho. She could tell that I'm very uncomfortable still because of the pain in my chest. I'm having that mm-hmm. pain still. And she's, you know, a little worried about that. But we're thinking that the pho will, you know, probably be hot enough to push down whatever is blocking it from the from the vitamins or whatnot. And I take I take a few um, sips of the broth, you know, just to get that out the way first. 
And I'm um, going to tell you a solution when you're done with your story. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. That'd be very nice. I probably should have hit you future. up actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, hold on one second. Mm. Burning this, broth. And so I, I then eat a piece of meat and then I, I, I feel like this sensation of an upchuck. I'm like, oh my gosh, but I don't feel sick or nothing. You know, it's like nothing like that. Yeah. But I realize yeah. in these times of COVID, the last thing I want to do is appear to be sick inside of a restaurant and right. make everybody freak out, you know? Right. So I'm like, hey, where's the bathroom at? So I go to the bathroom. There's somebody in there. I'm like, fuck. Like, I got to throw up. I know I got to throw up. Like, not a real throw up because I don't feel sick. But, like, yeah. it's coming up, you know Something's what I mean? Something's coming up, yeah. Something's coming up. And so I go into the stall, and I'm, like, kind of peeking out around the corner, like, like man, when is this person going to get out the bathroom? And so he finally leaves, and... I just, you know, like I start trying to make myself, you know, and yeah. I start throwing up the broth like crazy. It's foaming up like crazy. I don't know if it was the sodium, but I'm like, man, what is going on? And I'm telling myself, like, look, if I'm still having this issue by tonight, because there's no reason why I should still be having this issue. Like it's right. got something stuck. Like, I don't get it. Like, how could it still be stuck? Pills dissolve in our hot body. Our right. bodies are fucking right. hot. Right. So I'm still having this issue. Um, we we we, uh, we leave. And I go to, I'm thinking like, man, this is like kind of like a, um, uh, acid reflux type of thing. Maybe, right. you know, I'm thinking yeah. like that. I go to CVS, I go and get the, um, some Tums or some yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. It's like some liquid stuff. I yeah, drink some of that, uh, throw up. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I drink some of that, throw up. I'm like, man, I can't keep nothing. So I start eating saltine crackers. Cause I'm also starving at this point. I haven't ate, like I'm fucking starving and I can't put nothing down without having this issue. And so Erica is like, maybe I should do the Heimlich on you. And I'm like, I'll fucking try anything at this I would point. I pay to see her little ass Heimlich you. She, she Heimlicked me, right? Like she tried her best. She uh-huh. Heimlicked me like three times. She, you know, yeah. <laughs> pulled me and I'm like, you know, I'm like, just ain't doing nothing. And I'm like, man, whatever. I don't think that that helped. And um, I'm like, let me just go drink some, some Coca-Cola real quick because um the bubbles you know but i didn't realize that coca-cola has reactions with shit that's inside of your um your body because there's like something that reacts to acids that's why when you pour a coca-cola on batteries uh, no 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 when you pour pepto-bismol on what is <laughs> that candy that if you pour it on it it foams up like mentos crazy? mentos and you know you don't think none of these things, you know, when you're going mm-hmm. through this, you're not somebody who's super experienced in a situation like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just casually grabbing a soda. So I drink, I take a sip of the Coke. I'm sitting on the couch and instantly I'm like, Oh fuck. I fucking ran to the bathroom. I almost didn't make it. I fucking like projectile, you know, and just threw up. It didn't still nothing out of my stomach, but I threw up and I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like, I felt like a a relief sensation. And I'm like, I think that might have did something. And I don't know if it was the Heimlich mixed with drinking the Coca-Cola. It must have been. But after that, because I took my pho to go, right? I didn't Mm. want it to go to waste. And I felt really bad. I didn't want the restaurant to think I didn't like it. And I did. And they offered to um, take it off the tab or whatever. I was like, no, I like it. It's just, you know, so I took it and I started eating my pho. Everything was fucking great. And I'm just so relieved at this point. I want to eat the whole world at this point. <laughs> and I'm like, man, you know, I also want to go to McDonald's later. Like, I want to eat the food. <laughs> I'm so happy to be able to eat. And, um, man, so that was my episode 
with damn near like uh I, I don't know if it was choking or i don't know what the fuck it was but um whatever it, it was i was gonna I had tell you coke. Some kind of closure i had some kind of closure inside of my esophagus and i believe the coke really helped it might have been the mixture of the high no it's the coke so i went on a date like two years ago right with this guy and it was our second date and he was he ordered a steak and i had chicken and we were eating and then all of a sudden he gets up to go to the restroom and he's gone for like 30 minutes and i'm like sitting there and i could tell the restaurant people were looking at me like oh you poor thing you just like you just got left there like just got left you yeah. know, and so like I'm sitting there and he comes back and he's kind of red and I'm like, are like, are you OK? He's all this is so embarrassing, but I'm I have like a piece of steak stuck in my throat. I was like, oh, my God. He's like, yeah, I, like we need to go. And I was like, OK, like, thank God he like he was friends with the people who own that restaurant. So like uh -huh. we could just take off. It was fine. Right. And so we left. And he's driving me home because he picked me up. So he still has to drive me home. I was like, are you mm. sure you don't want to go to like urgent care or something? Right. And like he gets to my house. He drops me off. I'm like, okay, well, let me know. You make it home safe. I don't want you to yeah. pass out on the way home. Yeah. And so like he hits me up like 10 minutes later because he said, I feel so stupid. He's like, I Googled it. And it said, if you ever have something stuck to drink mm -hmm. Coca-Cola, He's like, I drank a Coca-Cola and it's gone. And he's like, I really want to like go out with you still. Like, is it cool if I come back and pick you up? I was like, yeah, that's fine. Like, so we yeah. went back out, but it's like Coca-Cola. Who, who would have thought? Like, I'm, that fucking, shit I'm an like advocate a for Coca-Cola now. Uh, <laughs> I'm all about Coca-Cola. I might have to so, tat it on me. If you guys got some shit stuck in your throat, Coca-Cola. This could Man, save so dude, many lives. I, I wish I knew that from the get because I would have yeah. drank Coca-Cola way earlier. You should have called me. I would have told you. Man, like, I, just, you I don't like talking to you. We can't talk to each other unless we're potting, though. Because, I know. Like, every conversation we Turns have into is a like pod. a pod. And that's like, why we, we have a podcast together. I know. It's yeah. the way that it is, guys. But, yeah, for yeah. real. Hey, so, I mean, you know, talking about FUD, though, um, are we oh, going to yeah. have this debate? Because I think I am team ramen for sure. Okay, it's well. It's just more tasty. I mean, you get, I mean, they're kind of the same, but I mean, I don't know. Like, I've had better experiences with, with ramen, but I've had FUD more times. So, it's kind of weird. I love, okay. So, they're not all made equal, you know? Like, some places really fuck up FUD and some places really fuck up ramen. And, but I think that in general, people like ramen more than they like pho. And I'm brought this up because literally overnight, if anybody else lives in Southern California, or if this is just the Southern like region of the United States, where oh, it went from being hot as fuck. To being oh, no, no, no. I was telling myself to shut up. Oh. I was listening. I was listening. Sorry. What were you doing? I was like, when it went from like literally being hot as hell outside to like all of a sudden it's fucking freezing. And I think that that's also what's going on with me, like mm -hmm. with my allergies and bullshit today, is because like the weather literally flipped. Yeah. And whenever it gets cold, people want soup, right? Mm -hmm. There's like pho, there's ramen. Of course, I can make all the Mexican. I'm about to have soup tonight, by the way. Yeah. Dude, I want soup I so bad. It's cold right as fuck like, in Vegas right I now. I want to get like some pho. Degrees. It's 50s. Yeah. 
45, 50 degrees today. It, windy. It was too. raining Chilly. yesterday. Super windy. Super windy today. Right. Um, but yesterday I went and got some ramen down in Hillcrest in San Diego. There's some good food I love spots. Fucking Hillcrest. I know I you like Hillcrest. that gay area. I Shout love out to the gays. I'm not. I'm, I'm not talking shit. I'm gay as hell. So sometimes. But we I'm just know gay. it's a gay area. That's the. That is the. Um, what, what do they call the area in in San Francisco? Um, the gay area. I don't what? Know. I don't know. Uh, gay area. Fuck! I forgot. Like I grew up. Yeah, I know. In the Bay Area, and I can't. Yeah. I can't remember. Well, I just never really visited the gay area. But there's a really well-known gay area in san francisco damn it i know somebody listening right now is like oh you're shouting it out right now actually let me uh look it up real quick hold on before okay so keep talking i was down in hillcrest eating ramen Uh and since moving back down to southern california i actually haven't found a ramen spot that i like super love more than this place called Toshi's Ramen in Eugene, Oregon. Mm-hmm. So bomb. And I can't find one as bomb as that place. In Hillcrest? But, well, I went to Hillcrest because I, to- I was told there's two places down there that are pretty fucking bomb. So I went to Nishiki's, mm-hmm. but there's this other one called like Tojima or something like that uh-huh. that I'm going to try, you know, eventually here. But yeah. I usually like pho is like a mm-hmm. staple in my house. We have pho almost weekly. Like, Man, you're making me want some pho right now. I want some pho so bad, but I got oh. my kids pho last night. Hey, let, next time you come to Vegas, we got to go to the spot. It's called Pho Kim Long, and it's very well known out <laughs> you here. You did tell me about that shit. I know, I know. Go. And it's it's a 24-hour spot, so most people go there after the club or whatnot, you know, to fulfill fucking yeah 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 you know it's good to eat soup or something if you've been drinking actually too so really you know yeah, fuck, a, yeah that's why cheese. that's why when you're hung over you eat menudo as a as a uh, mexican menudo. person i know me too but that you know helps out pasole. with oh fucking love pasole erica's mom made it like a few few weeks ago oh my gosh so I good and i was like talking that. shit too because i i was telling i was telling uh her mom i was like you know your your other daughter she actually makes it better than you. And she's like, like damn near offended. <laughs> and um, so she made pasole the next day and it was crazy good. And I was like, oh, she's hey. showing up. She show- <laughs> hey, you, you, just had burp. you just you had to say something. You had to say something. Hold on, I- about, did you just burp? Yeah. Did it- really? How embarrassing, you just burp. Yeah. I didn't even hear myself Everybody, burp. did you hear Stella burp? Say excuse you yourself excuse yourself please well i didn't feel it so my bad anyways hey so by the way everybody just just to to come back to it um the gay area in san francisco is castro the castro district yeah okay yeah so anyways yeah hey so hey so um is it is it like cool because i know women do this is it cool for like two straight guys to go to a gay bar that's what i want to know because i was down in that district yesterday you have and to be very comfortable with, with your girls. sexuality mm-hmm. right well that's what i'm saying like when i was there like we were two straight females there at a bar where there was just like a bunch of gay men right were you two straight females i don't we know you're kind of you're kind of you're sometimes kinda, i'm gay as hell i do yeah, be yeah. taking women out yeah but um you be hitting on my wife a little too much you know i do calling her your well, wife she's you know? beautiful she's my she's wife she's beautiful yeah she will be my wife oh my gosh Walk around and find out no i'm just oh, kidding but <laughs> but i was noticing that i didn't see just like two straight guys hanging out like getting food at this place like and drinks 
So well, you know, I really, I, really want to know, like, do straight men go with other straight men I think to that, gay bars or is that I, just something straight women do? I think that they would be more worried about what other people are thinking about them, like people they know might see them because there's two straight guys and there, there will be too many questions about them being in a gay bar. People will question like, why are you and Bobby at the gay bar in the center of Hillcrest? If you guys are Bro, two straight the guys, they're going to start thinking, service. no, for sure. And <laughs> like, not to mention, um, from what I understand, like, I, I'll be honest, I've never went and partied at a gay bar, but not because I'm not comfortable with my sexuality or anything. I just like to be where there's a lot of women, you know? So if I go to, a gay go to bar, gay bars, right. And so that's why I probably should have, but you know, in my mind, I'm always thinking that all the women that I want to be associated with, you know, like the, the, the hood rat chicks, you know, <laughs> are at the, the hip hop clubs or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, but, and I think women go to gay bars to avoid being hit on by men. Right. So you remember I lived in San Diego for a little bit, yeah. for like a year. Right. Yeah, and yeah. when I was out there, I, um, I did Uber as well. I had a, you know, I was doing a couple of things, but I did Uber as well. And, um, you know, I would take a lot of people to Hillcrest or whatnot. And mm-hmm. a lot of women would tell me like straight women, they'd be going there. It doesn't matter if they're straight or gay. Anyways, right. so they'd be going there and they would be saying, have you ever been to one of these bars? I'm like, no, I haven't. And they would say, you probably should like, because it's, it's actually better because so there's, uh, you know, bigger, you know, masculine people going to these places. So their drinks are always much stronger for one. So you get more bang for your buck. 1000% strong drinks. Right. And it's because there's, there's a bunch of men in the building, so they got to make stronger drinks. Right. Uh-huh. And, um, <laughs> they said some other funny things, I guess it wouldn't really matter to me, but they're saying like, um, like gay guys just have it so easy because like most people, when they go out, if they're single, like they're looking for sex, well, gay guys, they go out to bars and they're like way more open versus a, a heterosexual situation. Like they're more, um, yeah, they're more forward. So, you know, like if they want to go and get a nut off, they'll go there and go straight up to a guy like, hey, you want to fuck? Yeah. <laughs> they're going fuck. So, I mean, hey, man, that's what's up for them. You know, <laughs> I mean, it would be dope if, um, you know, the heterosexual clubs were like that, too. Well, I guess there is clubs like that they're called uh swinger bars and uh, sex clubs you know there's a few i think things. some people are bold like that where they come up to you like they just want to fuck and it's like bro get the fuck away from me what the hell yeah 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 you know yeah. somebody like me you know with so many morals i've never done nothing like that not you i've never i've Saint never james i never like partied in san francisco grabbed <laughs> a girl from the club and fucked her in the alleyway not one regretted time. it and then not ever. It. yeah i've never done that like why would Had i to get ever antibiotics do that? a week later antibiotics. yeah never that like in the not alley true. like come on man what the fuck in the tenderloin really no what? <laughs> <You're stupid. laughs> hey man yeah, but no, no, I was there, I was wondering, and they they have, like, it's the best vibe. Like, the fucking people who work there are funny uh-huh. as hell. They're so, like, outgoing, and they do have strong-ass drinks. Um, it was just a vibe, and I was just like, why are there no straight men here? Like, that's weird. Hey, um, I got a question for you. I got answers, maybe. What does a nearsighted gynecologist and a puppy have in common? 
a wet you, nose. Oh my god! Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, my bad. Where the fuck do you get these popsicles? Don't fucking worry about my popsicle jokes. Okay? I want to know. <laughs> don't worry, man. I want to go buy some. I'm about to. Spencer's. <clears throat> don't trip. Don't trip. You you you're reaching a little bit too much into my business right now. You know, um, I'm I'm gonna need you to chill off that. Okay. I'm reaching on nothing. Oh fuck you. You think you're all that in a bag of chips. And Reach guess what? I don't even like chips. <laughs> I love chips. That was the that was like the saying back then. Mm-hmm. What? Remember? What? All that in a bag of chips. I still use it. What do you mean back then? I still use that. I'm all about the the phrases. I bring I bring back the phrases all the time. I am the phrase master, my G. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Hey, so um, by the way, everybody, so I know that um, you're listening right now and loving every bit of this conversation and we love you, but we do want to remind you, you can become a monthly subscriber to our podcast on the anchor.fm app. Uh, we do have our links on our Instagram profiles, Daddy Goods, D-A-D-D-Y-G-O-O-D-Z and Estella Bella E. S-T-E-L-A-B-E-L-L-A. That's and, right, uh, you got it. Also on the Side Friend Chronicles Instagram, just click the link and you will see on there multiple options. There is a, a monthly subscription that you can do. But if you don't want to do that and you still want to contribute somehow, some way, there's a voice message button on there as well. You can go on there and say whatever you want to say to us and we will play it on an episode and very next episode actually and we will talk back to you on there and i think it will be a very cool segment and you know to get you all yeah to get you all involved on these podcasts as well um yeah anyways we enjoy it we want to hear from you oh yeah 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 for sure so back to um back to the pod now um i actually want to talk about another podcast the biggest podcast in the world. Uh, one of my favorite, probably uh, millions of Until other people's favorite. Until ours comes around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're ours coming ours is actually the number one podcast in the world. Um, but um, a quote from this podcast before I even mention it, I'm existing in the future and visiting the now. Um, Kanye West was on Joe Rogan, and mm-hmm. I thought that the podcast was very interesting. Um, Kanye um, had a lot of different riffs of explanations on the different topics they were talking about. But I all around really enjoyed the podcast on Joe Rogan. Did you get a chance to listen to it, Stella? I only got to listen to about half of it because it is three hours long. So if you guys do have the time, even up to where I'm at, at first it was really hard to like, you know, to, to, stay in the conversation because mm-hmm. he does go off on tangents a lot For but sure. <clears throat> then you like learn how to to speak kanye kind of is not speak it but actually like hear it and try to like and he's understand an artist why he, and you yeah, can really he, tell like, he's paints an a picture for you yeah. and i think he like incorporates all these different analogies to try uh-huh. to to allow a multitude of people to comprehend like and see his vision and what he's saying so like i think you got to be an artist as well in some in some kind of way because i've seen some people having really negative reviews on the podcast and Mm -hmm. the things he was saying and all the different areas he took you in in one conversation he'll take you like down three roads to lead you back to one Mm -hmm. and i think you do in a way have to also be a creative 
imaginary person who has a, a different vision. Well, and, I'm just someone who needs context. Mm-hmm. So when he explains something, he gives you all kinds of context mm-hmm. so that you can kind of like see what he's laying down, like actually, and really like, and understand what he, where he's coming from and what he's saying. Can somebody like that be a president of a country or do you have um, to be white and black and straightforward um, on the political side? No, I think that that's the problem is people are so white and black when there's so mm. much gray. Like I think most people live in gray areas and they like to think they're either black and white and they're not. I think that, I think that guy um, KFC that does all those bar stool reviews. I think that he got it completely wrong on the whole Kanye topic because he was, he was going off on Kanye. And I really think that um, his name is Kevin Clancy, by the way, if Uh, the one minute, the one minute. Yeah. What what, what do they call it? Yeah. The one minute man. And he does like a hot take on whatever the topic is of the hour or of the minute more so. Mm -hmm. And uh, man, he was ripping into Kanye and really just talking crap. And I I thought that he got a target. I think going Kanye like that is an easy target because there's a lot of people who are trying to make him and he even knows it, make him out to be crazy. And this person who's just like fucking out there, Uh but also I think that a lot of people have like ADD and ADHD. I'm one of them. And then we also live in an era of instant gratification Mm because people are like, let's get to the fucking point. You know, they don't want to sit there for three hours and listen to Kanye's different paths to his grand, you know, statement. And I mean, it's one of the reasons why, like, just anybody who does podcasting, you and I know that like retention and how long your podcasts are, are two different things. And, you know, but I, I, the thing I liked about it, though, is that he seemed way more of a normal person listening to him on a three hour long podcast. And it kind of allowed you to get to know his personality a little bit more. And I think that's one thing that a lot of people have wrong about him is they think he's just some crazy lunatic. And then you listen to him on a three hour podcast and you're like, he, he sounds very normal, he but he even normal. said that he says that there's the two perceptions people have of him. Right. And, and he even knows this, if he's, if he knows about a topic, he's going to come off confident. And right. if he doesn't, he's going to come off as arrogant. And most people look at him as this arrogant, like not as zero humility, this or whatever, but this podcast where he sat down with Joe Rogan, he seemed actually very humble and very normal and down to earth. So many people who did give Donald Trump a a chance, one of the number one things they said was, oh, he's a great businessman. He could probably really help the United States in Mm -hmm. the aspect of business, right? Um, Well, Kanye West is actually also a really good businessman and everything he touches as well turns to gold right so why not give him a a chance in that aspect i don't know man i saw a lot of a lot of great things from that from that podcast that really honestly made me think in my head like man you know what if somebody who was a visionary who was very creative with all these different ideas to create more of a free world was at the main seat of the United States. What if, you know, what if somebody who wanted to think like, how can we make things better for the people 
um, and use creative ideas to make that happen instead of using this very capitalistic approach to the United States like every other president does. Everything just seems so scripted with democratic parties, political parties. Man, what if we had another party, you know, some more well, of there a, are other parties, but right. it's a two-party system. It's just so fucking stupid. But there could be a chance of another party taking taking seat. You know, uh, I mean, ultimately, I, I would assume, like, if somebody with the independent party came into play and became the president, they would probably have to somehow integrate Democratic people, Republican people. Well, I guess well, that happens anyway. That's what the right. Senate is comprised of, Democrats and Republicans. Everything's the all the governors, Democrats, Republicans, <laughs> like mm-hmm. all these these representatives and senators and governors are all Democrat and Republican. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's very hard for the Green Party or the Independent Party to to come up and achieve these like mm-hmm. offices. And then if they do, what are they going to do? They're outnumbered. Like, yeah. there's only so much you can do. Like, it honestly, like as nice as it would be to have somebody who thinks outside the box, who mm-hmm. has you know, as he said, where he was just focused on money and all these things. And now he's coming back around and be like, money isn't shit. Life is about relationships. Politics is so, yeah. Politics is so corrupt, man. If somebody like him, if somebody like him got into office, man, they would do anything in their power to get him out way before his, his term was done. They would be like, nope, they would, you know, they would do something. They, they would, would blow JFK kinda... his ass. Yeah, I didn't want to say that because I don't want to put that kind of energy out there. But that's I mean, another. That's another connection. I'm surprised I... somebody didn't do that to Donald Trump, honestly. Yeah, or real Obama. Talk. Real talk. You know? nah, yeah. Like, no, seriously. Like with all the racist, with all of them. Yeah, with all the exactly. racist uh, comments from Trump, and then all the racist people against uh, oh, yeah, a black Obama. president. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I wanted to say, like, one of the connections with the podcast with Joe and Kanye that I really, really appreciated was that, man, Kanye talked, he spoke a lot about God and brought a lot of spiritual aspect to it. And that's something that I really connect with. And it makes me, you know, appreciate the, 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 um, him even taking a shot at becoming a, a president, man, because I think that if we had a more God-fearing president, man, how much better the world would be in general. And I don't know, man, I really connected with that. And just to hear so much talk about God and just so many different spiritual analogies and connections, because he spoke a lot about the Bible as well. Um, Man, I don't know, man. It just, I really appreciated it. And a lot of people are, are talking down on the podcast, but I think you just really got to listen to it. I've already listened to it twice. That's crazy, right? That is crazy. To it I've twice. only gotten halfway through it. And everybody I sent it to either A, haven't watched it at all, or B, don't even give it a chance because all they want to say is, I don't even like Kanye, won't even yeah. give it a chance, you know? So Well, I'm not going to vote for Kanye for president this time around. Um, I can't say I wouldn't in the future. I don't know. We'll see where everything goes. But I did like the the, the the lessons. No, I'm going Friday because I just got my California ID. Oh, yay. She's a California resident again. Officially. uh, Like a year and a half later, but whatever. A year and a half later. You've already drank drank all the beer at every brewery in San Diego. You might as well. That's right. I might as well. You are a straight up brewery girl. Well, that's just because 
I'm not like a brewery girl. Come on, I'm not a brewery girl. Come on, I'm a margarita girl. But but I do like a hazy citrus IPA, and I do like a stout, like a coffee stout. Uh But I mean, I was we've spent my entire adult life essentially in the Pacific Northwest, which is like microbrew capital of the world. Uh-huh. And then I come down to San Diego where there's a shit ton of them as well. So like yeah. word, word up. It's all about the the drinks. You know, we drink because we want to numb our pain from having to pay ridiculous amounts of money for <laughs> rent and sit in hours of traffic. Man, That's just no, I feel you. Southern California. Is, what are you what are you wild. partying about? You're hey, in a fucking studio with like I two families. Right. I haven't had beer in like like two and a half like two and a half weeks before last night. And I had some beers last night. Oh my fucking gosh. I love beers, man. I love beer so much. It mm. could be because I grew up in a city with a brewery that made the whole city smell like hops. Or the fact oh, yeah? that my father, yeah, yeah, in Fairfield, um, Budweiser, one of the the main West Coast Anheuser Busch um, hubs, is in Fairfield. It's a huge factory, and it makes. I had no idea. I don't fuck like, with Budweiser, but I had no idea. Tripping. I love Budweiser. Like, those are like jams right there. I, I was no. driving by a garage sale, um, like a like a month ago, and um this person had all kinds of different um beer like they're kind of like mirrors um you know like something you would see in a man cave or a bar more mm-hmm. so and like and it has like the beer logo on the it logos on it and mm-hmm. then they're, they're really nice and he had like a whole bunch lined up and he had this budweiser one that was on the wall as i was driving driving past in my work van right and i'm, I'm driving past and i see the different uh beer uh beer mirrors that he had lined up and I saw the one hanging on the wall, and I'm thinking, like, he's probably not even selling it. But it said Budweiser on it. So my dad, he worked for Budweiser for over 30 years, right? Oh, and, well, um, that's why you, you know, like it. Yeah, sentimental yeah. for you. It's, it's a sentimental thing. And I'm driving by, and I'm like, man, I really like that. You know, it made me think of my dad. And I'm thinking, like, man, I would like that, um, you know, for, like, a, a man cave idea. And, um, you, know, you know, I want to just drive, turn back around and see if uh, the guy will sell it to me. And I turn back around. You know, thinking like he probably he's probably not gonna sell it. That's probably why it's still hanging up, and all the other ones are lined up. And um, I, I asked him. I said, "Hey, man, is that Budweiser one for sale?" And it, he took like a, a quick minute to think about it, um, like a few seconds more so. And then he he said, "Yeah, I'll sell it to you for twenty five bucks." And I'm like, "Oh man, I gotta get it." So I said, "Hey, hold it for me. I'll be right back." So I, you know, I went to an ATM or whatever, got some cash. Didn't have no cash on me. Brought it back, got it, and so I got it now downstairs just waiting for the 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 construction of the the man the man, the man cave, cave you know yeah <laughs> so i'm super super stoked about it and um yeah i'm just i've always been a, a budweiser fan because of a, a bias you know my dad worked at budweiser for over 30 years and I'm, you know it just makes me think of him and also i have a budweiser collection of things and it's super super uh i don't know like it's it's funny that i have this collection but uh, I also got the 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 Budweiser Earth cans. Um, I don't know if you know, but when everybody was gonna raid Area Fifty One, oh out here, yeah, you told yeah, me about this. Uh huh. And the Earth cans are like they got aliens on them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know, I got a, a twelve pack of those. I would have bought a whole bunch more of the of these you if I would have known. known. Yeah. Yeah, I probably talked spoke about this before on the podcast at your house. Oh, oh, for real? That's yeah, what I told yeah. you. When we were at your I don't house. even. I don't think I even knew about it then, though. Oh, you did. 
I didn't, I, but I don't think I knew that the the price like ten times. No, you talked about that specifically. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, there goes my my uh, my memory right there. That's that thirty-year-old brain. We've had so many conversations at this point. We have. You know, like, we have. Watch, watch when we were on episode two thousand, and I'm gonna start talking about it again. You know the alien earth cans you're gonna be like i'm gonna have to start talking about dick pics again <laughs> manscaping uh, all of no, we're gonna, just gonna like, fucking circle you just back recycle around it. you just gotta recycle everything man yeah, yeah yeah yeah. that's how we do it that's i mean you have to people hop in you know like 20 episodes deep and then they're not gonna know about the conversation we just gotta do it again mm-hmm. yeah so um cool so what else do we got here i got a i got our list of uh topics we might want to touch on here um uh, oh, making messed up faces while working out, everybody. Um, <laughs> I am so glad that we have to wear masks at the gym now because now I can really get a hard set in because I got the mask to cover my, you know, my, my, my grunting face as I'm hitting a hard set. And I was thinking to myself, like, would I be making this hard grunt face if I didn't have a mask on? And my answer was no. Because you'd be like more aware and self-conscious. Yeah, yeah, more aware and self-conscious. So you got this thing covering your face. So now you can really get that. See, for me, the mask doesn't do me anything. Because I'm one of those people who like, if I smile, I get like a really hard like forehead vein. You know what I mean? Uh So like if I'm lifting weights, I got like the forehead vein. Like, Uh you know what I mean? Like the mask doesn't go up here. It goes right here. Like I'd almost prefer like a headband or something yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it doesn't hide my stupid face. So yeah, cool. I, I had a crazy workout before, uh, before this pod, by the way, I was I'm going there. after this pod. Are you way. really? I yeah. Am. You're productive, man. We're feeling so productive, aren't we? Productive. Yeah. Very man. Doesn't productive. it feel good to be productive and getting, getting things done? You work, you pay your bills, you save money, you uh, go and do some fun things here and there, and then you do yeah. the real productive, then you do fulfilling the things. Yeah, the That's work, right. but the this real is the, work. Behind this is the, the work. fulfilling work right here. Right. You know, I love doing this. Right. So I also want to talk about the Birkin bag craze right now. What when, is a Birkin bag? A Birkin bag is a designer, and uh, well, Birkin is a, a, a designer brand, and there's How's a bag. Spelled? There's different bags and purses that they come out with, and it's just like the new hottest and most popular thing out there in the industry right now. But the purses are like anywhere from fifty thousand to a hundred and fifty thousand per fifty thousand right? dollars. So your average person isn't getting it, but you know there's always a lot of replicas and and fake bags. But the point being is that women are going crazy over Birkin bags right now, and a lot of them are saying like, if you can't buy your woman a Birkin bag then get rid of the guy like what are you talking about like these women are tripping off the birkin bag like that first of all it's a materialistic thing and a materialistic mindset that will not get you anywhere like first of all if you're spending a hundred thousand dollars and it's not on a piece of property get out of my face that's right that's right y'all they have that saying that people are gonna go broke trying to look rich and i am not one of them if i carry a bag Big if, because I'm not a purse chick. Let's be more it's a practical. Fucking backpack from Target. Speaking of Target, <laughs> man, all I wear is Target clothing and Walmart clothing. Like, don't even come at me and about Ross, no if I be fancy. I'll go to Ross if I want to be fancy. JC Penny's like, hey, you know they got nice clothes there too. And honestly, it's not about 
the clothing on a man. It's about what's on the inside, the charisma, and what's underneath the what's clothing. Un- oh, well, hold on, hey. time out. There she goes ah. again. There she goes again, fellas. That's all you. Let's keep it real. <laughs> if you're really worried about what I'm wearing, come on, bro. It's more on, about bro. the clothes coming off anyway. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shit. Real talk, man. I've so- literally had dudes check me out uh-huh. and like if my shoes aren't like Jordans or something like that, they're like, ah, yeah, dismiss you. And it's like, first of all, bye. Second of all, ain't nothing wrong with a $40 pair of Vans. Like, what the fuck? You know, Word. like. Word up. Come on. Word up. I don't like Jordans. First of all, I know. Give me all the heat. I I don't care. I don't like them. I don't think that they're. You're talking nice about Jordans? Looking shoes. Yeah, I don't like them. Yeah, no. For me personally. They're, they're not all that. I, I They've mean, always like I, I I see them and I'm like, yo, you look like you're about to go on a mission to the moon right now. Like it's crazy. Not cute to me. I'm not into it. I've never been into it. If I wear shoes, it's vans or converse. But you know, living in the Pacific Northwest, it was always like boots. So I do have Timberlands. I love those. Hey, shout out but, to the sneakerheads though. You know, there is a lot of sneaker heads who collect shoes. That's cool. And... Collect your shoes. I just don't want to wear them. Yeah. And no, don't judge me for not wearing them. Fuck you. No, no. We're cool with you wearing your Jesus sandals. My, my, my fucking <laughs> $12 Fila slides from Ross. I live in those with some socks though, like vibrant socks. You know how I roll. I do. Socks with sandals. Gang, gang, gang. You are a gang Shout member. Shout out Spec the Kid. <laughs> Shout out to Spag. I am a gay member. So last night I was driving home and I saw a billboard that said, need help, call Jesus. 1-800-005-3787. And out of curiosity, I did. And a Mexican Mexican showed up in a tow truck. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Jesus, Uh, ma. I thought you were going to say like a landscaping vehicle. So anyways, I told him it was an accident and we cracked a couple of Coronas and started drinking. Gotta love, nice. you gotta love this, the Mexican homies. Those are my, those are my Mexican brothers. You know, I'm half Mexican. So shout out to you guys. Shout out to our people. <sighs> yes, indeed. Well, you are loved. I, I think that's it for today. I think, I think that we should call it a night. 1,000%. Good job. Good job, Good job. Stella. I'm proud of you. Well, everybody, thank you for listening to the Cyphering Chronicles, episode 20. We'll catch you all on episode 21. If you made it to the end of this episode, when we drop a comment, when we drop the video on Instagram, I want you to type in the word. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, don't. Just drop some cats. Give That's us a safe word. A safe word? Yeah. Jalapalapagus. Spell it however you want. Spell it however you want. Jalapalapagus, we out. Side Frame Chronicles.